Welcome to the New Normal Wrestling Podcast. It's me, it's me, it's JCB, and we are here to bring you episode 20 of NNW, and we have to talk about the hottest weekend of the summer. We had TakeOver 30, we had SummerSlam, we got to talk about the fallout and aftermath from Monday Night Raw and NXT this week, and of course, AEW Dynamite and Impact Emergence Chapter 2. But before we get into that, I can't do all that alone. And boy, do we have a panel of educated wrestling fans with us today. But let me introduce you first, my two co-hosts, podcast players. Let's make some noise. The voice of the voiceless, the one and only DJ Maddie G. DJ Maddie G, welcome back to another episode, brother. I am not just the voice of the voiceless. I'm the voice of the people with voices, too. I talk so goddamn much nobody else can. So I'm ready to bring it. Biggest, biggest week in wrestling, and I had shit to do all week. I've been watching on catch-up pretty much every minute I could. I missed absolutely everything live since Friday's Thunderdome Smackdown Mm. all the way through until Monday Night Raw. I didn't catch anything live. Right. Hey, uh, I've been catching up, too. I caught everything over the weekend, but ever since Monday hit, I played catch-up pretty much today. I watched everything else, except for Impact, but that's why we have our resident Impact fan. He is the Jet... He's the jet flying, limo riding, lavish son of a gun. He is the one and only good brother, Wade Ilson, bringing to us that lavish wrestling Impact knowledge. Wade, welcome back, brother. What's going on, brother? Man, a lot of wrestling to talk about. I just can't wait to get into it. A lot. We're going to get into it. But we have some special guests with us today. Uh, You guys may know them from another show on this network here called the Pop Culture Collective. Also, Pop Sports Shorts and Getting Grilled. I have to introduce to you two, uh, the two guys that have been on this whole podcast journey with me since day one. I would not be here if it wasn't for them. So let me introduce you guys first. My favorite tag partners. I'm sorry, Wade. I'm sorry, Matt. But I go way back with these two guys. It's Doc Haas and Mr. John Grill. I think, oh, thank you I so think, much for joining. I think right now Bones is trying to set up a tag match. I think he is. He is now, sure. now I have a question. This Bones. is storytelling at its best, right here. Are we? Are we real tag teams? Oh, we're not going to have uh, that that conversation set uh, for another episode. No, no, no. no, no, no. We have to have a special <laughs> no, episode. No, for that, I won't right? do that time. I won't do that time. We, <laughs> as you said before the show started, we only got an hour 15. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, 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 we hope. Fingers That's crossed. Never Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, guys, this is going to be an awesome show. So, Dan, John, thank you guys for joining. But guys, let's get into it. Let's start off first, though, with some talks about this new PWI 500 that came out today, a couple hours before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just go down the top 10 real quick on the 2020 PWI uh, list. So at number 10, we have AJ Styles. Number nine, we got Kofi Kingston. Number eight, Seth Rollins. Seven, Cody Rhodes. Six, Kazuchika Okada. Five, Tetsui Naito. 
Four, Drew McIntyre. Three, Chris Jericho. Two, Adam Cole. And number one, the master of the paradigm shift, John Moxley. Whoa. Let, Wade, we were talking about it first, man. Let me pass it to you. What are your thoughts about Mox being number one? That ain't that ain't the wave. That's not the... Um, I, I understand that they have a certain criteria and a, and a time frame you follow with it. He didn't do much in that time frame to me. He Wasn't he injured half of the time? Because the timeline says your evaluation period to even be on the list is from July 1st, 2019 to June 30th, 2020. He was out for some of that time. He was out with injury. He he lost an eye, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in the eye for an eye, the old eye for an eye match. And then he was out for like what a month or two during the pandemic because uh, he was home with Renee. Mm-hmm. And and we talked about it. it's like only thing that made him relevant was Brian Cage and Taz. He didn't even send in any promos. So what did he do to even keep himself relevant at that point? Nothing. I mean, yeah, he was the, been the AEW champion, the longest reigning AEW champion. But what else? I mean. Look who else, look look at number two, Adam Cole. He made history, longest reigning NXT champion. Chris Jericho, the GOAT. That guy has done so much for AEW alone in the past year. Drew McIntyre taking this whole pandemic era to another level as the WWE champion. I mean, I can go on and on and give you an argument for the whole top ten. But Mox being number one, that that's very interesting. Maddie, what are your thoughts, bro? New Japan. New Japan. You take New Japan and AEW Adam together and you get Moxley as number one. You know what? I wasn't even thinking about his stint in New Japan and how he is still the current IWGP <laughs> yeah, yeah, US yeah, champion. Like, that's right. Like, yeah. like you're looking you're looking at a finite point of AEW. And you gotta figure. I, I understand, especially being the AEW guy, there's a lot of I don't know, a lot of weight put on that right now. It's new, it's shiny, it's fantastic. Moxley's having good matches when he has them, and they're different right. matches. You know, uh, unsanctioned kind of shit, real, real hardcore stuff. Not not as CZW stuff, but still stuff we haven't seen in the States on the regular for a while. AEW's TV 14. Everything else right now is TV PG. But right. he's also kicking ass in Japan. You know, it's uh, everybody else is kind of a, a, a one company person. John's doing it in both. Yeah. I just noticed uh, our guest host, Dan Haas, changed his name on Zoom to Fuck Yourself Bones. Dude, I did that like 20 minutes ago. You are an <laughs> asshole. And, uh, remind me to never invite you back on the show again. Well, you were well, talking I mean, there must have been a reason you invited us. team partner over there. I know. Yeah, right? Yeah, there was, we're, we're, I mean, we're a real Ric Flair and Arn Anderson, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> Listen, Actually, we get that would bones. be Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. That's the real tag team. The Go ahead, Busters. What were you saying? I'll, I'll just say, you know, it... it, it I'm just happy you you decided to finally admit that the show needed Dan and I to come on to become the show. I mean, listen, you guys are you're really buying into this whole feud with like Wade and and Maddie too, man. man, Seriously, man, I love Wade. Yeah, wow. (laughs) I love no man. I love Wade. I you know what, dude? I'm I'm turning. I'm turning heel. I'm off. I'm off. Matt, (laughs) would you let me finish? The heels coming out out of me, Matt. Fuck you and your eagles loving self. <laughs> you know I got a ring. We can do this right now. <laughs> He's not even a Giants awesome. fan, Matt. 
No, I know. Serious. He's a Jets fan. Come on. I'm the one who should be oh, talking man. shit about how much your team sucks. Not him. No shit. Like we're talking about a shitty football team. But again, yeah. another another podcast for another yep. time. But I do want to talk about what you were saying. I talked about Moxley, Matt, and even when I watch his um when I've watched a few of his Japanese matches, those matches have been brutal <laughs> and and innovative also, man. Like I almost think um I guess it was the match. Who did he beat for the United States title? Um, Archer. Lance Archer. Yeah, yes. I, I thought that match was freaking awesome, man. Mm-hmm. I thought that was one of his best matches of the year. So, at least at least the ones I saw out of him. I think, you know, you hit it best when he's like, he's, you, he's doing great in two different continents. And he is the name, you know, of that in AEW. I know Jericho's the name right now, but Jericho doesn't have many years left in him. They're playing on Moxley, like carrying that ship for a long time, and I think he did a hell of a job with, for his for, for a first year promotion, mm-hmm. you know, with a major television deal. For this dude to come down there, you know, bring back his best self that he lost in WWE, and make himself, you know, just the baddest motherfucker on the block, and it was shot right to the top of the promotion. Mm-hmm. You know, once they got they put the title on Jericho in the beginning, obviously because Smart. he's the biggest name. And as soon as it was right, you put the you put it right on Moxley. He's the longest reigning champion. Right now, yeah. Moxley though, we're going back to the IWGP US title. He's probably going to be dropping that, I think, to the winner of the New Japan Cup, which is now Kenta. So Kenta will be facing Moxley in the next week or so. I don't have the exact date in front of me for that uh, IWGP US title. <laughs> Go ahead, John. Has he been? Over now, this is just my ignorance because I just don't watch as much wrestling as I should. Is he been going over to Japan, or is he just no, held that? No, no not no, not he, since not mm-hmm. basically not since winning. Almost, he's defended yeah twice. I think I don't think he's defended it. Who against who? I, Suzuki. Okay. Oh yeah, right. I know he's defended at least once. It. At least once. Okay. But no, but ever since the pandemic, they've been here in New Japan mm-hmm. has a uh, NJPW US. Mm-hmm. Uh, portion where a lot of the wrestlers who can't make it back to Japan are competing here in the states. Yeah, that's yeah, why they had a whole new New Japan Cup tournament. To NJPW is a. I, I just got to start watching it. Yeah, I really do. New, I, new, I, new Japan World is my next investment, my next yeah. streaming service to get. They they I, just filmed they filmed all the U.S. stuff too. They've been doing a lot of tapings. Uh, uh, we've been talking about Ring of Honor doing tapings. Uh, apparently, NWA is doing their thing again. There's a lot of wrestling coming back. Uh, NWA. I'm excited for Ring of Honor, man. Coming Hell back, yeah, dude. yeah. Yeah, and NWA is doing like weekly pay per view style streaming. Yeah, with, with they're Honor not promotion. they're not going back to TV uh, until 2021. Uh, I'm a huge I'm a huge NWA fan. Yeah, I loved it. It was great. You know what I think is cool is um, you know William William Corkin because we can't call him Billy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why he just William Patrick William, William Patrick William Patrick Corgan. Um, you know he's letting his his staff go yeah. out other places. I mean, yep. I, I don't know if you guys watched the women's tournament, but when Thunder Rosa came out, I marked the mm-hmm. fuck out. He, yep. he did the voiceover on this week's um, Dynamite for yeah. the Thunder Rosa match. Yeah, yep. he yep. he's all in. He's uh, <laughs> that was. <laughs> 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 I mean, all out. Then, I mean, and look at uh, you know, look at Barrett. Mm-hmm. Bennett, sorry, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call him, like Steve, yeah. well, he's back a, to Barrett again, apparently. Well, yeah, well, I mean, just, he's when he's makes doing WWE, he's going to use their IP. Um, yeah. So I just I see a lot of this happening. You know, I, you know, it'd be awesome. I, I Tim Storm on AEW Dark. Hell yeah, oh, Tim Storm, Billy Gunn. 
I'd watch I have a question. I have a question okay. for the for for mainly for the for the three wrestling guys. Um, we were talking about you investing want to invest in NJPW World. Has there been talk of the smaller or more upstart promotions ever banding together to do a streaming service? Like say AEW and NJPW or AEW and NWA combined to offer a streaming service for their products since they don't have the video library that WWE has, so they don't have as much to offer. Has there been talk of any streaming services happening for that? Or maybe John, if you know that too. No. With the exception of TNT, they're both really internet-based companies to begin with. Yeah. You know, it's right. basically, right. AEW is basically the elite, and they've been doing it online, and NWA up until recently was, power was all on YouTube anyway, yeah. so I think right. if they took down their content and made people pay for it, they would take a huge hit at this point. Well, I mean, yeah. for, I mean, just, I mean, the only thing you'd really want to pay for are the, are the big shows, you know? Yeah, but they're all streaming. Once you pay for them, you have them forever. I, I have all of the pay-per-views in the catalog right now. Yeah. Right. No, and, right. And it's also kind of in a gray area ever since AEW Dynamite came to TV and also the pandemic hit on what kind of partnerships there have been between the promotions. Right. Uh, and also now because Ring of Honor was away for a while, it came back. Impact was away for a while, it came back. And also with the traveling ban still being put into play for people that are out in New Japan. It's been kind of a gray area, so it might not be a while before we see something like that. Is it a good idea? Like Maddie said, I don't think so. I think they would lose people because, okay. you know, the, the, the free for views as opposed to the pay-per-views is a big thing. So, right. but um, listen, uh, up to the point that we got here, we talked about a lot of other wrestling stuff. So we're going to get into all that today. Within an hour and 15 minutes. But first, <laughs> we, only got, dude, we only got like an hour now, man. No. But I want to pass We got over. some one, one guy on the PWI 500. <laughs> and that was it. But anyway, but I, I, I want to move on from that. And let's pass it over to you, lavish one, Mr. Wade Ilson. We had Impact Emergence Chapter 2 this week with an awesome main event. The first ever Iron Man, a 30-minute Iron Man match for the Impact Knockouts Championship between Deanna Parazzo and Jordan Grace. Just like Maddie said, I've been playing catch-up. I still have not caught up on Emergence, so Ooh. I don't want to have my say in this, so I'm going to let you guys take this away. So, Wade, off to you, brother. Man, listen, I mean, we've talked about everything going on with the Women's Revolution and WWE, all that stuff. This match, hands down, may be the best women's match we've had this year. Those two told such a beautiful story. And I, I thought it was going to be one of those Iron Man matches where it's fall, 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 fall till we get to I that time limit. Mm-hmm. No, they told a beautiful story where Deanna was working Jordan's arms half the match. Even, De- even Jordan was doing some technical stuff with her, which we never see from Jordan. It's all a power game. It, it took the final fall. Wait, no, I went, uh, Maddie, refresh my memory. It went, Jordan got the first fall and held it for like five minutes. And then Deanna didn't tie it up so close to the end. Almost exactly well, close to the end. Yeah, all the falls came in the last third of the match. I think the first one came. Uh, you know what? I might even have it here. It doesn't say exactly, but yeah, it, it, went, it went a real long time before the first one. And then two and three were just bang. And the way they won the match, the way Deanna won was just like, okay, yeah, you have no reason but to tap out. She had her in the Fujiwa armbar, but, but then Jordan didn't look like she was going to tap anyway, so she hooked the other arm and locked it oh, in and okay. had her pretty much in like a Rings of Saturn mod, mod and mm-hmm. Jordan had okay. to tap out. Nice. And that was coming right off a couple of power moves, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
they both really lit some fire under their ass at the end. They came out hot in the beginning. Then it was a lot of like a lot of mat work, a lot of tension stuff, a lot of joint manipulation, a lot of cool shit. Wade, Wade wasn't kidding when he said they told the story. They definitely took a roller coaster on this one. And uh, instead of instead of just Jordan, like you were saying, Jordan just doing power or Deanna just doing mat work, they really went on each other's strengths too. It, it was it was a hell of a match. Yeah, and, we, and we talked about that. I'm sorry, Maddie. After some anniversary, no, no, no. we talked about Deanna Parazzo too and how she's such an amazing technical wrestler and she does tell mm-hmm. amazing stories and how she focuses on one body part. So this sounds like uh, one of Deanna's b- best matches. You know, she does what she does, tells a story, works on, on a body part, and then capitalizes on it. Now, uh, real quick, Maddie, before you go on, Deanna's two, two uh, wins, I guess, in the match, were they both submission? No, no one. Uh, but the the first one was pinfall. Yeah, she. Um, it was a ref bump. Um, <laughs> that's, of course, that's, that's the only thing that got to me. We've there was no need for a ref bump in that. Not match. at all. Right. Um, no it need. Was a, it was a ref bump and a title shot. Mm-hmm. Jordan got popped with the title. Ref wakes up. One, two, three. Tied yeah. it up. I mean, th- that's not the worst thing. If you're I, after to Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry to cut you off, John. Because it, it, it really pissed me off that they waited for uh, Deanna to get back to her feet at that one point, mm-hmm. and then with the double pin, it was just it. It seemed like there were rules at some points and then not at others. The consistency was off. But that was that like, was that's just modern wrestling. That was just nitpicky yeah. shit. You know what though? Not so much in impact. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Their wrestling does not follow that script usually. You're absolutely yeah. right. Gotta, yeah, it's tighter. It just, it just felt like. Well, we were we were saying last week, man. Like, if Ring and Honor and Impact start, you know, sharing wrestlers and working together, they're going to take over the number one spot in my heart. So, like, yeah. I like that style. I like what they do, but mm-hmm. it, it just seemed like they got away from their formula a little bit. But that was just mm-hmm. some nitpicky shit. Other than that, I agree with Wade on on quality. Yeah, yeah but, it was those uh those um excuse me those um those type of wrestling matches that impact has during the quarantine and i was able to watch impact actually some you know tuesdays by late night at work and i was able to watch it live that was i was more impressed than anything else like mm-hmm. the non-gimmicky way they present the actual wrestling right yeah right. But i gotta go- watch it i just never get a chance and i can't find it you know streaming other Twitch. than it's time Twitch. to but it's on. It's on Twitch, and then it's not on. Like I can't yeah, come back and watch another time. Only when it's on. I understand what you're That's saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, it's not on demand, right? Yeah. Damn. In order to watch for this show, I have to tune in on time. And you know what? I don't. I don't mind because I find myself putting shit off all the time. Impact is it's it's uh, appointment television for me. And it right. just sucks. It, it was it was turning into appointment television for me. And listen, by the time I'm home, the show's over now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but I, I know you could always go online and find all these matches. And I'm definitely gonna look that match up because I do like Deanna a lot. And you were talking about how she played, how well the two of them played off each other, and all the great technical wrestlers in history have been able to to do that with their mm-hmm. opponents. And you know, it really just shows that she has such a bright future in the industry. And you know, seems like. Uh, you know, WWE kind of dropped the ball on her there a little bit, you know, because she's already yeah. she shot to the top of Impact quite quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah and for and for good reason, right? Yeah. Exactly. And real quick, I want I want to piggyback off of what Maddie was saying about how how you weren't a fan of of the the ref bump again. Me not seeing the match, but hearing about this and, and envisioning it. Impact's trying to portray Diana as a heel, right? So she's oh. going to use heel tactics to win a mm-hmm. couple a couple matches. And in this case, too, you have Jordan Grace, who's a powerhouse, and you have Deanna Parazzo, who is smaller in stature, 
but as a great technical wrestler. And for a 30-minute Iron, Iron Man match where there was multiple falls in, in a play, it makes sense. And that right there goes back to Deanna Prazzo telling a story. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, having the ref bump, using the belt, I think that made sense. And that, I think that right there was good booking to help really portray uh, the heel character that Deanna is trying to portray. So I, personally, I think Deanna with her promo – Still, her promos still mm. needs more work on really being that heel. Like, make me believe. Like, we, Dan and I back in the day talked about Seth Rollins ad nauseum about how his his babyface promos were terrible. We couldn't get behind them. We weren't emotionally invested. Right. Yana, she acts heel, but her promos need some work. So let her actions speak louder than her words, and that right there really puts her in that top heel spot in the women's division. But now, with that being said. Wade, when is she going to be facing Kylie now, who won this uh, gauntlet rumble at Slammiversary? Um, I believe when <laughs> Wrestle House is over. And be and, tired, Wrestle House. She's going to be tired, oh, Wrestle House. Um, but, which is one of the greatest things that Impact has done lately. They're uh, killing it. I love Wrestle I think it's hysterical. Wrestle House is great. But um, Bound for Glory, it's looking like Bound for Glory. And a lot of people okay. are saying they feel that Jordan's going to find her way back into this and make it a triple threat. You think really? so? Which is some uh, non-impact shit to me. That's some WWE shit. Yeah, they don't need yeah. to do that. They need to no. move on and have Kylie versus Deanna and get it over with. Yeah. yeah. Save the triple threat for down the road if you really wanted it, you know? Right. Uh, and we, we talked you're about forcing it. You're forcing the triple threat there. Yeah, yeah. you're forcing it. And, and a Big couple time. weeks ago, we talked about what's next for Jordan. Like, we, we didn't think Jordan was going to win the title back. We, we knew Deanna was going to hold on to it because mm-hmm. she's in a great spot right, in Impact right now. But what's next for, for Jordan? We talked about the, what they tried doing with Tessa. Jordan, Jordan is the next person to fit, fill that spot and really help make history right now. I, I, I want to see I Jordan so. Grace, Fisherman, Suplex, Madman Fulton. I think so, but um, I <laughs> yeah. don't know if you know you guys caught AEW, but uh, Jordan was spotted in the crowd. You know, yeah. the, cameras caught, the cameras caught her. Yeah, she, she was had, in the crowd. Yep, she was in the crowd, and somebody caught her on Twitter. She did a little gift talking about it. She was like, "Oh, she like she got caught." Oh shit! Wait, from from Saturday? Yeah, from yeah. Got caught. Oh. Yeah, but she wasn't showing. But she wasn't showing like specifically by AEW TV. No, she got oh. caught on camera. Oh, interesting. Yep. It interesting, and that's happened a lot. I mean, we've seen Adam Cole in the crowd, mm-hmm. right? Seen, you know, and then of course Brett we Baker. saw Brett Baker, who got called out by in accident. NXT. Right, right. Um, I mean, they're all down there. They all go to each other's shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> what else are you gonna do? Yeah. What else are you doing? Nothing else to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. All right. So anyway, so wait. What what else big happened on uh, night two, chapter two of Emergence? Um, Eddie Edwards defended the title again against RVD, which was a surprise to me because I didn't expect RVD. Oh, is it, uh, th- that seems kind of underwhelming. It is. It is. Yeah, but in the long- he showed up with 60 pounds of shit with him, too. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> You mean Katie Forbes? Oh, no, I'm sorry. 60 um, pounds per side, 120 pounds of shit. Per side. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you back off, man. Seriously, we're going to talk football and KD Forbes? Get the fuck off. <laughs> Come into your house and crap in your kitchen. Oh, Dude. man. Dude. KD Forbes does that every week when we watch her on Impact. Oh, oh God. I, I, I Forgive me for this, but she's the human version of Pink Eye right now. Just, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, then my Instagram feed's got some Pink Eye. Yeah. <laughs> my Instagram oh, feed's man. got a lot of Pink Eye then. Un- unprotected up in the DM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. Oh, man. Oh, Bonesy, man. Bonesy, I got to yeah. tell you, this riff right here is better than the match was. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but the <laughs> there it is. There you go. The aftermath was dope. Yeah, agreed. Uh, the aftermath was good. It set up. Um, I expect Sammy didn't interfere in that, right? Sammy didn't interfere, right? No, 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 no. Oh. That was EY. Yeah, EY came okay. out and interfered, good. and it set up uh, next week, um, which is I, I'm gonna have to just catch it when I can because mm-hmm. you know due to the NXT. But Eli EY versus um, Eddie Edwards for the title next week. You, oh, do, happen next do you think week. it's really going to happen next week? Or do you think there's going to be some shit where they push the story forward? Um, I, I could see them getting into a brawl before the match even starts and just never happens. Cause I feel like that's a match, especially for EY and him making his return has to happen at bound for glory. That's about, that's definitely a bound for glory match right there. Unless you could, be, you could dirty finish it. And you know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, some shenanigans. Yeah. Unless the unless Rich Swan's gonna end up coming back and they're gonna continue his story with he, Eric he, re, he retired he retired he retired, retired. kind of like <laughs> how Mark Henry retired when he wore the salmon colored suit jacket right no there's still and plenty he, left in that tank yeah that was one of the greatest mm, no, one right. ever he got me <laughs> I shed a tear on that one <laughs> cool so what what else happened at, at Impact um nothing really like out of the range of great things we had another um. Brian Myers got a W. Brian, Brian, Brian Myers got a oh, W. Yeah, against Willie Mack, totally, right? uh, Yeah, went totally opposite of what we predicted last week. Okay. And he got the dirty win on uh, Willie Mack. But he's the best professional wrestler in the world, right? Mm-hmm. No, he's the most professional. Oh, no, most wrestler. professional. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a bad match. It was actually a pretty good match. But like I said last week, if you have a bad match with Willie Mack, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. All right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And what about the the wrestle with the uh, the wrestle house segments? <laughs> Maddie, you want to take this one? <laughs> um, toga party, lots of vomit. Things move forward, and um, Bravo is now with Susie. Did I cover Su- just about no, it? Rosemary? He's oh, Rosemary. 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 Oof, Finally, yeah, that one up. That has been a love story that I I've been so connected to, just as much as I was connected to Otis and Mandy. Yeah, yeah, they had yeah. they had the the fake dates and the breakdowns, and Larry yeah, yeah. D went back to Larry D because because the spell's been broken. Lo- oh, he's not all, all fancy. L- he's not Lawrence. Lawrence D. No, he's not Lawrence anymore. He's Larry D again. Yeah, no, go yeah, ahead, yeah. Man. So, wait a second. As I said, I haven't watched Impact in a couple, in probably about a month or so now because my my work is Wrestle House like the equivalent to Total Bellas. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's it's really? the real world. But Tommy Dreamer comes out sloppy as fuck all the time mm-hmm. and just screams mad. Like, like, like we were just talking about football. Tommy Dreamer would have separated us, yelled match time, and it cuts to a ring outside. And a member of the Wrestle House is also the ref, like in their own gimmick. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's pretty much, it's a bunch of wrestlers, like 10, 12 wrestlers who live in this house and they have a ring in the backyard and they have to settle all their, all their quarrels in the ring. That's like, right. There was a blindfold match. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There was a blindfold match. Oh, that there. sounds amazing. That sounds and, like and the most amazing us, thing ever. They showed us during Impact. During Impact. Oh, yeah. 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 Probably, probably a good, what, 10, 12 minutes of it this yeah. week, right? Mm-hmm. I got to watch a good, It was a good long I think, segment. I think four, that sounds amazing. I, I got all of these four up. different two-minute segments at least. I got to start watching Impact, man. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Wait, tell us about the blindfold match. So <laughs> the shenanigans that led wait, to wait. this blindfold match. Like Jake, Jake Roberts, Rick Martel? Yes, exactly like that. <laughs> I think we hooked you. Um, so I'm in. I think Crazy me. Steve got blinded by some beer. 
No, no, they were doing the Fuji gimmick. Oh, the Fuji gimmick, and there was some mist. The so so the, the I've, I've heard this story on other podcasts, and I think they even talked about it on Busted Open. When when a bunch of the guys would travel that were in certain cliques, they would just throw salt in each other's eyes and scream Fuji, and it became such a big thing. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna start doing that to bones. It becomes, it becomes such a big thing. They had to ban it in the fucking locker room. So at Wrestle House, they do it, but they did it with powder. And then, uh, uh, fucking why, crazy why was, Steve? Uh, yeah, but who, uh, who's his mentor? I always crazy think, Steve is still name? wrestling. Yeah, yeah, he's still wrestling. Um, uh, wow, who do swinger? Thank yeah, Swinger. you, Johnny Swinger. Johnny Swinger. I, I, Johnny Swinger. Yeah. So Johnny Swinger is going to do the Fuji to somebody, but the guy ducks and hits hits uh, uh, Crazy Steve. So they're both. So they they decide they both need to be blind for this match. <laughs> and high <laughs> I cannot wait to go back. I'm buying that. Oh yeah, go go Google go Google the Fuji story. I told it like shit because I'm not a pro wrestler. Fuji. That's awesome. What? All right. I think I have to start watching. Wait, did anything come of the, uh, was it Jake Diener and Susie date from last week or two weeks ago? Uh, not that I can recall, but next week is the season finale of Wrestle House. Uh, it's going to be oh, okay. Rosemary versus Taya in a winner takes all match because um, Bravo confessed his love to Rosemary. And, yes. as, and and a drunk Taya Valkyrie who was drunk the whole entire wrestling. Passed out her own vomit. Passed out her own vomit. Taya Valkyrie. <laughs> oh my god! Comes back and it's oh gonna be. Oh my god! Awesome. Take oh, off. this sounds like a clusterfuck. A glorious it is. It is the beautiful oh, <laughs> impact is Trainwreck TV. They they the, the segment this week for uh, locker room talk was was insane because her co-host Bravo's not there to keep things together because he's stuck in rest. Even their shitty little vignette side pieces are all woven together. It's mm-hmm. such good. The rest yeah, of- no, they do a good job. You're right. Impact does do a really good job at that, oh. man. Weaving so, everything together. So I gotta, I gotta start watching, guys. Yeah. Wow. So, let me ask you this now, Wade. Do you feel like with uh, the, the, the advertising of Emergence being this big two-night event, that the past two weeks lived up to the hype? Absolutely. I, I feel Impact is doing what they're doing. They're not trying to go over the top. They're mm-hmm. staying within their lane, but showing us a different or alternative type of wrestling. And I feel right they've on. done an amazing job with it. Awesome. Cool. Well, I cannot wait to go back and, and check out Chapter 2 of Emergence. And can't wait to see what's going to happen next week on Impact. But now let's get into the bread and butter of tonight's show. We got to talk about the hottest weekend of the summer. Go over to the WWE side. We had TakeOver 30, and we had SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start off with some, some of the big takeaways. I want to start off right now with the Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton match. Oh, man. There are some people on social media who are shitting all over how great this match is. Now, I'll get to all you guys about your takes on this match, but I know last week I was saying Randy Orton has to win. Because of the way they built Randy Orton up to this match, and this whole feud was really based around Orton being the greatest wrestler of all time, the legend killer, blah, blah, blah. But the way the match ended with a backslide, that one move right there told, changed the entire story. That was a swerve if I ever heard one. That's what told the story. I mean, Drew said it on Raw. If Randy, if you're the greatest wrestler in the world, the greatest wrestler of all time, how can you mm-hmm. lose to this? simplest most basic wrestling move in the world a backslide that was awesome and first of all the match itself from start to finish was great 
They told a story. It was technical. It was psychological. I mean, Drew came out of this looking like a fucking shining star. I think this match, and you guys know I've been somewhat critical of his reign as a champion. This match fucking solidified him, in my eyes, as the face of WWE right now. Definitely the face of Raw, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely... I enjoyed the backslide finish oh, also. Sorry, guys. The guests have to go first, I guess, because, you know, we have Dan I thought, here. I thought that was an open question. Go ahead, yeah. Dan. Go ahead. It's open. Go ahead, Dan. A dick. What oh the hell, God. man? This, That's yeah. your favorite this tag team the, partner there, bro. This is the word we have. This is why Make sure I'm you guys tune in next week for just me and Wade. Yeah, right. Yeah. Actually, can, I, can, I come, can I come to your guys' show, man? Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, 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 no Jets fans, but you're in, Doc. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That yeah, sucks quick, because quick, the pre- classes place up. <laughs> that sucks because I'm hosting the premiere show on a network next week, bitch. Ooh. Yo, ooh. Even the Eagles, fun words. Hey, even the Eagles have won a Super Bowl in our lifetime. But oh, <laughs> oh, that's oh. right. All right, Dan, go ahead, Doc. Anyway, I love the backslide finish too, man. It brings me back to. Uh, you ever seen? I'm gonna go back in history book here. You ever seen the um, the NWA title match between? Kerry Von Eric and Ric Flair from Texas Stadium. Yep. That match ends with Look Kerry Von Eric backsliding Ric Flair for a shock victory almost. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. And uh yeah. I think and, and it catches the crowd off guard. If, dude, if the crowd would have been there, I think the place would have went nuts because they catch you off guard, man. Right. And that's that's what's so cool about it. That's what made it such it was it was a very like nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties wrestling type of finish, you know. You know, that's how Ricky Steamboat pinned Randy Savage. That's how Shawn Michaels pinned Chris Jericho. You know, so to t- bring that back and not have the guy not not have the match end on the finisher. Everybody looks strong still. Orton's still vicious. Great, great booking. Mm, you, know, yeah. you feel like you know, and I, and I've liked Drew's title run. I think he's done awesome as like the face of Raw. You know, in this pandemic. Uh-oh. I mean, how hard must it be to do what he has to do and not have an audience to feed off of? Mm-hmm. So I thought I think he's been fantastic. He deserves to beat Orton and move forward. Do you yeah. think they have that finish happen if they're not in the Thunderdome? Mm. I, yeah, I why not? Yeah, yeah. I, thought that, I thought that would have. I thought that would have went over great. Yeah, I thought it would have went over. Oh, you mean no, if you it was low in front of people, were, right? No, if they were in an empty, empty like if they were like empty like they used to be, it would have worked. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been as good, but it would have worked. I think Thunderdome. Yeah. Thunderdome enhanced it without it. It worked in Thunderdome yeah. because of all of us doing this. What? Yeah. I like the Thunderdome thing. I think they did a great I think it's cool too. Yeah. It's I still it's, too, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a little mini bit, mini arena. How, how many so of you guys better. have gotten on it? I haven't. I oh, tried I, multiple I was, times. Not interested. Really couldn't get on. I wasn't mm. even around this weekend. I'm uninterested in the virtual experience. I want to try it once. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's worth a one time through. They, they've had some issues of people doing stupid stuff, but uh, I've I've seen yeah. a couple of those side clips. Has anybody been like banging in the Thunderdome yet? No, they they caught <laughs> one person who put up a picture of Benoit. That'll be me, and then they. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh man! All right, uh, Maddie, let's go to you, bro. Let's talk about McIntyre and Orton. Big fan. Like how it worked out. Like the finish. Like the fact that Drew is still there. And I agree. Uh, the reason I asked is because I feel like Drew finally got a win with a little bit of a crowd around. Um, yeah. I haven't been as critical about his run as you. I don't think it's been anything spectacular, but I think that's 
no fault of his own. I think this was another big win, and I think they built Randy so fucking high that only Drew could climb that mountain. Now he looks like a million dollars, and the built-in feud with with roided out of his fucking brain, giant white teeth, a Samoan with a tan, Roman Reigns, uh, steps right in against a legit champion. I, I don't, I don't think anything bad came from the match. It's going to move everything forward, but it wasn't wasn't it wasn't spectacular. But it didn't need to be. Right, agreed. Now, Wade, what what's gonna? Where does Drew go next? I mean, because we saw what happened on Raw with Randy Orton. Uh, we'll we'll talk about this. We'll get to Keith Lee later, but uh, Keith Lee's NXT match. But Keith Lee made his debut on Raw, <laughs> and he ended up having a segment and a match with Randy Orton. Um, first of all, Keith Lee. I thought I I liked his promo. I liked his mic work against Randy Orton. Wasn't happy that they had to change his music, but we know that they're trying to get away from CFO, so they're going to be reworking his music. Keith Lee even went on social media and said, uh, I have new music for now. Don't worry about it. I'm taking care of it. Like, he's trying to tell the fans, like, calm down. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, about that and his wrestling gear, whatever. But I think, first of all, it's a great spot for Keith Lee to be in. But the way that match ended by DQ, because McIntyre interfered, does that mean that there's still more left in the tank with Orton and McIntyre? Uh, yes, there is, but McIntyre is going to retain, and I'm going to explain why with what happened with Keith Lee. If you listen to what Keith Lee was saying the whole time during the promo, he kept saying, my friend, you know, I wouldn't have done that different circumstances, mm-hmm. you know, but I understand. I completely get it, and I will deal with Randy Orton at Backlash, well, whatever, the payback. Yeah, payback, backlash. right. Yeah, payback. I low-key feel, since we're getting Keith Lee on the roster now with his whole new change, I feel he's going to turn heel and be the one to take the belt off of Drew. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, I don't like it. I don't like it. No, no, no. no. Hear hear, hear me out. Keith Lee, we've all said he's the total package. Who says he can't be the total package as a heel? No, I, 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 don't doubt, I don't doubt that he can be. I just don't want him to be. Yeah, this is why. <laughs> I, I, I read an article this week about how high up Vince is on him. Mm-hmm. He's, I, I, he's going to be the next He's the next John Cena, I think, in, in Vince's eyes. He's definitely a future hey, like, top-of-the-car guy. I can, I can see that with Keith Lee. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I absolutely just love listening to him talk on the mic. His, mm. his, his whole delivery, the cadence of his voice. He drew it out so, too much this week. But I'm waiting for his R&B album to drop. That man can sing. Can that, really? I, I don't know if you've heard him sing. Never what? heard. That no dude shit. can sing. I'm waiting for that R&B album. I'm serious. Okay. He can sing. <laughs> I dig that. I dig that. So... Wow. So you think so, so? So there's still more in the tank between Orton and McIntyre, but we got Orton versus Keith Lee all of a sudden that payback. First of all, that is huge for for Keith Lee. He he had a short but great run as NXT champion. He did a lot for the NXT brand. Makes his debut on Raw in a promo with Orton, faces Orton in the match, and now within a week has a, a pay per view match against Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I said within a week, as you know, a week after SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 raw after the pay per view is also the go home show for the next <laughs> next pay per view. That's, that's the best. That's, that's so good. It's like my, my mind blew. But but so how is this going to? So is this going to end up in another DQ? Is McIntyre going to get involved, or is McIntyre even fighting anyone at Payback? I don't. Do you think there's going to be full championship matches at, at this pay per view a week after SummerSlam? 
It's only Could one be. championship match we have. So, so far, so far. Tag team no way, two, two tag matches, two championship matches. There'll be, yeah. be a 24-7 bit if you want mm-hmm. to hear that. Maybe Roman and Bray. Well, yeah, it's already been announced. Roman oh, versus announced? Bray. Okay, okay. Roman versus Bray versus Born, a triple threat, no no holds barred okay. match. Okay. Yeah. Which I thought triple threats were already no holds barred. Yeah, because (laughs) (laughs) thank you. WWE does that shit all the time. No, they really do. So, so So, wait, 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 real quick, wait, wait. Do you think we're moving away? I just said that. I I think I see Drew getting over that mountain now, being the guy that's going to challenge Roman as the face of the franchise. Not, not physically in matches. Obviously, two different programs. But you think they're already going to get away from him and slide over to Keith Lee right now? Yeah, because we've all said it. Keith is a total package. Put the belt yep. on the person who's a total package. You don't like need Keith to rush you. it. Hey, it, he's just give it to him. No, no. They, they, hold on. They they didn't need to rush bringing Keith Lee up to the main roster. They yeah, I, but, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, that's that's not really a rush though. He's been with NXT for a while, and I know it's pandemic. But keep in mind, the two times a year, big stars lose and then come up or SummerSlam and WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Like, they're yep. on schedule. It seems okay, to fair. us. Why? Because it's another... By the way, I love the length of the pay-per-view just before we get into anything else. Super short. I love that. Three and a half hours for bam, SummerSlam bam. in and out. Beautiful. Bam, bam, Two and a half you, on TakeOver. Yeah, exactly. They nailed it. I think WWE yeah. killed it this weekend. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Why Why Keith Lee? Why are... There's so many people that sh- should be moved up if there's nothing for them, but... What about Shaffle? What about Gargano? Like, lost in the sauce. Look yeah. at their height. Look yeah. at their height. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're going to get lost. They're not, they're not and, Vince and, dudes. And, and they're not Keith Lee. But yeah, also, when, Keith they, Lee. when they came up, it was lackluster, plus the injuries mm-hmm. and shit like that. They came up as a team. They were going to rocket them up. It's just... Yeah. They're NXT guys. And, they're, and yeah, Ch- there you go. Champa does not want to go up to the and, main roster. And but Champa is happy about being an NXT really guy. Very happy. Oh, The dates, the travel. He is He's said publicly a bunch of times yeah he wants to stay right there and spend time with his fan but there's mm-hmm. also already a story built in because orton and champa have some heat with each other on social media so champa would be the best person also to come up and eventually feel randy orton but that, right. at this point as of today that's fantasy booking but let's go back to what doc it, was mentioning about oh you have one more thing go ahead doc. can you give me that orton champa match in nxt and not on wwe if Orton shows up on, yeah, that that would be great. That'd be great for NXT. Also, yeah. it would. I, wish they, I wish they would do it more. I wish there'd be more people going. You know, since they're all there now. Right, right. Man, I think Tampa could teach Orton to slap a leg properly, so we hear the punk go off. <laughs> oh, oh, so good. Boom! Mic drop right there. Wow. All right. So we're under an hour and fifteen. Podcast over, right? <laughs> That's two weeks in a row, man. <laughs> I want to also just. Piggy, real quick off of uh, what Brother Wade was saying, um, the Orton and McIntyre thing, you can draw that out, I think, over a long time now. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that could be, we we can revisit that down the line and still remember what happened at SummerSlam. Um, right. I don't, I'm just, I don't know if I'm ready for Keith Lee. I want to see Keith Lee on Raw a bit first before I'm right. I was like, okay, give him the belt. Keith Lee, favorite wrestler in promotion. Right. Like what he was doing in NXT was amazing. Remember, it took him two years to get to the top of the mountain in NXT. And I think Raw and NXT are separate entities. I think mm-hmm. your history in NXT doesn't really matter anymore once Vince is in charge. Yep. You know, like yeah. he's like, you're here and you're going to work your way up just like, you know, most of the guys have to do. You know, yeah. sometimes, I, you know, and if anybody ha- is going to have some exceptions, I think it's going to be someone like Keith Lee who is big, agile. 
He cuts great promos. He's proved to be a great champion. He's proved to be a great challenge, a chaser of champions. So I think he's like, I think there's a way to organically do it. I think throwing him right against Drew might not be the most organic way. Though, it might play out over the next... I could also see in three weeks me being completely wrong because he is that damn good. And WWE has been kind of shocking it, shocking us a little bit lately with how well their shows have been produced, you know, especially with the first half of this year. I've been yeah. watching wrestling, the WWE, more again because I found it to be more entertaining recently. Mm-hmm. So maybe they do shock us with something that makes Keith Lee's, you know... Rise quick yet organic, you know. Mm. I just find so many of the guys who get like crowned too young, they flame out, you know. And I don't want to mm. see Keith flame not too young, too early in their time on. We'll call it the, what's the main roster now, right, you know. Right. Like look, you know, Brock got rocket strapped to the top, and then he crashed and burned and was gone for seven years, you know. Like um, I think they crowned somebody like. Uh, Maybe like Randy, yeah, Randy Orton. Okay, we'll go. Yeah, Randy Orton. We'll go right to the same thing. The first time Randy Orton got like got crowned as champion. You can even make the argument that Shawn Michaels' first title reign might have come a little too soon, Mm -hmm. considering his attitude still. He had a terrible attitude and who he was. So I'm not saying Keith Lee is a bad attitude, but there's a lot of rigors on the main roster on Raw and SmackDown that NXT guys don't have that Maddie just pointed out why a guy like Tommaso doesn't want to leave NXT. Mm-hmm. So let's see how Keith does does. I think he's gonna be a pro and he's gonna be awesome and we're looking at a future legend of pro wrestling, quite okay. honestly. But not if you force it. What happened when they forced Roman Reigns? Roman, that's what I'm, yeah. Roman, yeah. right. Yeah. Within recent memory. Right. Yeah. And, and also, I'm glad you brought up Roman because I wanted to actually go to him next. You want to talk about the shock value. Yeah. SummerSlam's tagline was, you, you won't see it coming. When, <laughs> when, first of all, when Drew beat Orton with the backslide, Todd Phillips kept, or Tom, Tom Phillips, uh, kept saying, he didn't see it <laughs> coming. See it and I was like, that's what the tagline was based off of? Mm. First of all, they did a great job of hiding the fact that Roman was going to make a return on Sunday because I did not see that coming. Did not see that coming. Now, Roman made made a return. His teeth got whiter. He put on the quarantine 15. All muscle, baby. But now I want to break break down Roman's return. So he had a a brand new T-shirt on that said, wreck them and leave, right? Or wreck everybody and leave. Yeah. And he also, when he speared... Bray Wyatt the second time when he went into the corner, he did not do the ooh-ah. He had a very different um, front about him. He was yelling things at Bray going, you're not scary. You know, you're only like this when I'm here. Talking to Braun, I made you. You wouldn't be where you are now if it wasn't for me. I want to give you guys a quick little twist. Who else on wrestling right now or on Raw or SmackDown? Wrexham. And then leaves. Wrecks everybody and then leaves. Brock Lesnar. Uh, oh, come on. No, no. God, I'm feeding you this. Oh, Retribution. Ooh. Oh. Bingo. Oh. Bingo. Oh. Hey, oh, that's as, that, as we talked about last week, we're kind of already over Retribution, so yeah. I kind of forgot about Don't even about get them. me started on Retribution yeah, right now. I don't about want to talk about PCC that, last week. But what, what if what if for some reason Roman is behind Retribution? I got I got yeah, that association as soon as I read that T-shirt. And again, the way he he went about it. Now, Retribution. Whether I, I could be totally reaching for straws on that one, mm-hmm. but that's what I got with that. 
I'm not. I'm gonna say you're not reaching because I don't know if you've seen the Usos Twitter, but they've been a little uh, rah rah with the mouth too, telling tag teams to uh, be mindful and uh, keep doing what you're doing. What if we say the Samoan Dynasty starts forming within Retribution? Add them to that list. Uh, now, see now, I, uh, I the Roman thing. This seems a little forced to me because you know the whole dialogue of Retribution does not fit Roman Reigns at all. My right. thought of Retribution, and I think we talked about this last week, is Samoa Joe is the leader of it. Mm, that's, that's where I'm going. Too. That's, wow. that's, that's, that's where I'm at, because wow. someone who's who's gotten the short end of the straw in WWE, has had tons of questionable booking, has also had injury problems, but has unquestionably suffered from you know losses after losses, loses on pay-per-views c- consistently. Has he even won on a pay-per-view yet? Hmm. I don't think he has any pay-per-view wins. Yeah. yeah. Mania, so, Mania last year. Um, now oh, rele- relegated year. to commentary. Mm-hmm. Teasing something with Seth Rollins, which they're down the line, but you know, right. nothing nothing too serious right now. So that that story for me kind of writes itself. You know, He's yeah. there every time they show up on, you know, on Raw. If they show up on Raw, he's there. He's not out there defending WWE. He's not running into the ring and, like the wrestlers are. You know, I'm not buying the I'm not buying the Miz thing from Raw like a week or two ago, where like he yes, was running at the end. Yeah, yeah, it's just the Miz being a heel. But now, now here's something. You know, I want to get back to Roman. But let's talk about Retribution. There was a picture of Retribution from Raw uh, <laughs> this past week. Everyone and everyone was was already accounted for. We have Caden Carter, Mia Yim, Shane Thorne, Dominic Dijakovic, Dio Madden, and Chelsea Green. And I said this to Wade and, and How is Maddie. that possible? <clears throat> I don't... Mia Yim gave herself away. Yeah. yeah. Now, there have been She's a She's the only of... one I realized at first. Wade, Wade had four of the where, five, I think. Where is this picture? Hold on. I got to find it. I'll text it to you in a minute. But I was telling Wade, I think, I think it was in our chat with Maddie, I think the people that are underneath the masks are not actually retribution. I think they are just extras. Because they're trying I'm to, portray, to think that too. portray retribution as this bigger group than it actually is. It has to be a smaller group because they have already cons- called retribution a faction. Right now, WWE's factions are three, four, maybe, maybe a fifth person. Not f- five one day, six the next week, ten the next week. Then it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, there I was a like lot of people in the ring the other the, night. These people in, in these, in oh, these wow. masks, they're just extras, I think, at this point. Now... Let me give you another twist on Retribution. Who just made their return to commentary in NXT? Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett. Uh, who ran? We've been comparing Retribution to Nexus. Who was the leader of Nexus? Wade Barrett. I, I, th- I think you're. I think you're connected. I think I've got some bad news. No, you they, have, no, you have. They even. There. They even talked about it there. They, they. They even talked about Wade being the leader of of uh, Nexus and all that stuff. I. Mm-hmm. I think they want you to make that conclusion. I think well, they did well, that shit on I purpose. Did, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why about we talk about the other leader of Nexus, CM Punk, and that's who's leading Retribution. Ah, mm. No way. I'm just fucking he was with tro- you guys. No, he was trolling. <laughs> he was trolling. Are no, you no, kidding no. me? Yeah. He was how trolling long, his ass off about it. Every monitor just has CM Punk on the Thunderdome. Fuck right. that. Best part of pandemic is no what chance and no CM Punk chance. Right. But also, yeah. I think I think a, a storyline or a gimmick like Retribution is below CM Punk. Yeah. I feel like that's not something that CM Punk would do. If he's going to come oh, back, yeah. if he's going to come in, he's going to come in his own by himself, and he's making a fucking statement. Right. Yeah. So, 
Dude, look at at, like who people who people think are in Retribution. The Diejack one is obviously pretty Mm -hmm. right there, but uh, there's some (laughs) funny ones in here. Vanessa Bourne, huh? Yeah, Vanessa Bourne was one of them. Curly hair, yeah, curly hair. Jesse Kamea was was one of them too. But um, I thought Marina, I I thought Marina Shafir might have been one of them. Now they showed up. They showed up. Hey, that answers the question of who gives a shit about Chelsea Green, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> Obviously, they, they were doing things with her in NXT, and all of a sudden she left the Robert Stone brand, and now she's worrying. <gasps> she's the leader of retribution. Man. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. What about this? What about this? This is this is someone that we talked about a few weeks back, potentially making their uh, debut in WWE. What if retribution is led by Tessa Blanchard? Oh my God! Oh uh, no! It. Stop! Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna throw that out there. I think I think we went over an hour fifteen. It's time to end this. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, ter- I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I'm watching every minute of that. I'm DVRing it. I'm drooling over it, and I want to see what happens. Yep. It's and never you know, happened. He, he, he's wait. He's not wrong. We're over here like talking shit. Like no, but you absolutely watch every second yeah, of it. Every second. Eat it. Up. <laughs> yep. I'd be more excited if it was Tessa than if it was Punk. Uh, mm. I think I would too. I think I would be too. Just, I think for the it, reason, yeah. just for the reasons we talked about. If it was punk, I would want it to be just pure punk. I'd want it right. to be freshly squeezed, 100% not from concentrate punk. But Tessa with a fucking faction gimmick, mm-hmm. I'll take that. Yeah. Do I you think, think she worked out all of her issues with her attitude? No. Oh, no, no. Should, this is and punk. she shouldn't. This is, this is <laughs> fantasy <laughs> punk. Yeah, yeah, we're fantasy fantasy this is going to hire her for one day to slap her and then fire her. Like. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. <laughs> See what it comes down to is I really don't care about the retribution angle anymore. I've already told I've right. already talked about it last week. They're, uh, they're, they're feeding me the, the whole main course, not giving it, giving it to me in small little appetizers. Like I'm getting too much too soon. I don't want to see fucking video packages of this rebel faction that is coming to wreak havoc and destroy things at your show. Don't make them a fucking video package. You might as well just have a little nameplate that pop goes retribution whenever they come out. It's stupid. I, 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 I like that they're video feeding it. I don't like that they're being goofy about it. We talked yeah. about this yeah. offline. Yeah. Everybody cheering for each of the rope that gets cut. The fucking yeah, uh, the, 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 the cheerleading session after they threw a cinder block through a door. If right. they came if if they Roman's shirt up, if they came in, fuck shit up and left, mm-hmm. you could video package me that all day long. I right. I can't sit right. here and say I love the video packages on Ring of Honor and Impact and not like I like that WWE is trying different shit. They're not knocking it out of the park, but I've been complaining yeah. about them doing the same crap over and over and over for years. At least they're doing something different. I'm going to wait this out. I have some fucking hope. Yeah. I'm still curious on, on why they've been on every Raw and SmackDown for the past few weeks, but they were nowhere to be seen or found at SummerSlam. Did, did they really, did they really for that one night, uh, hire that much security, but all of a sudden they were there the next night on Raw to take out fucking Dominic Mysterio and his friend Rey Mysterio. Like, they, they were all at full sale. They were all. TV at full only. It's not fucking believable. It's TV only. Yo, does anybody got music going into their headphones right now? Nope. No. Okay. Sorry to interrupt like that, dude. No worries. All right. But anyway, let's get back to Roman Reigns. So Roman make, makes his longer way to return after like five, five or six months, five months being off TV due to the pandemic and everything. Mm-hmm. And now, listen. You can have an argument that yes, Roman 
deserves to be back in the title picture because he was supposed to be in the WrestleMania title match against Goldberg. But because of the pandemic, he was not in it, and Braun Strowman took his place. But he shows up at SummerSlam, spears Bray, spears Braun, and then they announce on Raw that he's already in a fucking title match. Like, yeah, that's it. fucking, fucking Roman Reigns. Get over it. <laughs> let him show up on SmackDown. Let him at least cut a promo. Let him at least talk to the fans. Hey, this is where I've been. This is what I've been doing. This is what I've been thinking. And then make a show. You know what the my- fuck he's been doing. Fuck- you know exactly the fuck he's been doing. He's been home fucking getting fucking jacked, fucking avoiding coronavirus because he's a cancer fucking survivor, which has been talked about ad nauseum. You know exactly what the fuck he's doing. I got a newsflash for you, Bones. He's the number one fucking dude on SmackDown. When he comes back like that, he shoots straight to the top of the card. No questions asked. Get the fuck over it. It's Roman Reigns. Wow. Okay, then. I guess I might as well just shut the fuck up. (laughs) You invited us on. You invited us on. I did. But... But let's we complain about everything else WWE does wrong. They're not going to fucking tell a story. Oh, you've been gone for five months. You're back. We're going to put you in the title. Pick. It's not Roman Reigns fault that the next pay-per-view is a week after fucking SummerSlam. Which don't get me started on that. Yeah, that's a whole nother. And his show's on Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. They could have had him come in Monday and cut a promo and then had something on Friday. Yeah. I see both I mean, sides of this. Yeah, is he, is he the top guy? And do they have to do something huge for this pay-per-view? Would you tune into this shit? Would you buy this shit if it was just a gimmick pay-per-view after no. Uh, no. SummerSlam? No. No. This is the one thing that all the true diehard WWE fans have been waiting to see is Roman to come back after quarantine. If you're right. one of those WWE and nothing else marks, Good, good on you. You got your guy. Haas said it best. He's, he's the fucking dude. That's why I said I finally feel like Drew is of a big enough stature to put Raw in the same light as, you know, I'm saying top guy to top guy comparison. Right. Because right. they haven't had Roman, that with Braun. No, no, no. They they Braun's tried to do it. As they, they tried to do it in stature. Yeah, Braun, Braun's promos got better. Braun's yeah. wrestling got better. And he's mm-hmm. still just not it. And I don't believe when he talks and then they get these hands. No, I can't stand his promos. Now let's talk about the rest of that match between Brian and, and um, Braun. I can't believe they dropped the ball and Alexa Bliss was not involved in that match at all. She should have been in that match. Yeah, somehow. She should have been involved, even if it was just up on the screen. Screen. There should yeah. have been something with or, Alexa involved in that match. All the screens. All the screens cut out at some point. It was all, all Alexa. All there. Yes. You can't believe it either if you go on her Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I did read that it was like a last minute switch, and you know how Vince is with his fucking last sure. minute switches. I'm a genius. Yep. But that was such a missed opportunity. Do you, I mean, do you, is it maybe because Vince just didn't like it? Like, didn't like like they ran the first segment with Braun and Bless. It's like, you know what? I don't like it. Vin- and he Vince, moved on. Vince fucking put shit together and goes, ah, I don't get it. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Change it. It's fucking Vince McMahon. He has his There's no fart jokes. Everything. There's, There's no, no fart, fart jokes. Somebody puked. Uh, I don't know. It's gonna make you puke. Drake Maverick didn't pee his pants. <laughs> like, like I, I really enjoy that's, the that's way the SmackDown. Thing I ever saw the way SmackDown ended last week with Braun Strowman and Alexa. Braun holding holding Alexa up in the air above his head and then dropping her, and then Bray was there. That was awesome. That that got me hyped to see how that match panned out at SummerSlam. And then they just they, they did nothing with her, and I'm I'm shocked at that. I'm fucking shocked. Let's talk about something else that really shocked me. I didn't see coming from this weekend back from uh, TakeOver 30. Can we talk yeah, about man. the fucking MVP of the weekend, Pat fucking McAfee? Dude, now, what on. did I tell yeah. you, dude? Yeah, man. Woo! Dude, 
wow. we, we talked about this last week. You have your mainstream guy, Pat McAfee, taking on Adam Cole, who is definitely one of the best wrestlers of, of the current era right now. Number two on the I, PWI. Oh, yeah. On the, excuse me. Number two. PWI number two. That's the first loser. Going into it, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't going into it, I did not want to see a wrestling match. I wanted to see a fight, right? Because Pat McAfee's not a wrestler. But holy <laughs> shit. Or so we thought. Holy <laughs> shit that he Bro, shot me wrong. I don't know if you guys know this, but when Pat McAfee first joined WWE and was doing the pre-show panels, he was training under Rip Rogers for a few yep. months. So he <laughs> actually has some experience training under one of, one of the greatest tra- trainers out there. And he did only have a couple weeks to prepare for this match. He was training with Shawn Michaels, right? He had like a five-foot box so jump. Who gives a shit? Dude, 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 that dude that that Bob's a fucking athlete. He's a super athlete. That what can I do? Joke? What Him and Steve Weatherford are the two most athletic fucking punters ever, dude. What yeah, did I tell you jump? last week, man? I Yeah, that box jump. To the top rope. To the top rope. Mm-hmm. Well, well into the match, too. Yeah. And and he cuts a better promo than a good chunk of people on the yep. roster. Thank you. Oh, mm-hmm. Almost everybody. I said, <laughs> I said last week, the best non-wrestler promo ever in NXT. Ever. Yeah. Maybe ever, period. <laughs> Maybe ever. Pat, Pat, Pat's promo work was great. His his. Facials are great. His move set was awesome. The match athleticism was phenomenal. is phenomenal. He, he is yeah. such a heel, and he 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 does it so well. He fucking guy knows how to sell too. Yeah, mm-hmm. holy mm-hmm. shit, it was believable. So like, yeah, it's crazy. And our at, big. But you sorry, give, get no, sorry, you got to give Adam Cole credit to Adam Cole was the ring general for that match, and he helped mm-hmm. carry that match mm-hmm. along. But they were they went on for they had to be more than ten minutes, right? Oh, oh it's closer to twenty, dude. Yeah, that was a fucking yeah, that, match. I, when it was man. going, the go like, man, I can't believe how long this match is going. Yeah. And then Pat X starts pulling some moves and some high risk moves. And See? yeah, yeah. yeah. It like, was okay. A, it was kind of a go. fight in the beginning, and then and then you're like, okay, this is getting cut. Wait, what did he just do? Yeah, yeah. like they're That's gonna go now. Oh, just, oh yeah. yeah, that was unbelievable. Didn't never expected that. Uh, no, when no. I yeah, when I looked at that match, I mean, the first take I had, my first thought was when. You know, we, we weren't talking in our big group thread because we were watching different times, but me and John were watching that match as it was happening. Yep. And um, the first thing I said was, uh, once Bones was caught up to us, maybe about a half hour later, I said, that that match is better in the ladder match, undoubtedly. Guys, yeah. guys. Undoubtedly yeah. better in the ladder match. Guys, they got 16 minutes. Okay, so yeah. 16, yeah. 16 fucking, oh, still, crazy. fucking minutes. Wasn't the shortest match. Uh, the Brazango match was the shortest it I was so it was the second shortest match, but I mean, like other than the first match, it's oh maybe I'm sorry, it's the third short uh, third shortest. You have thirteen minutes, sixteen minutes, seventeen minutes, and then two twenty one minute matches. Right on. But, but yeah. still, were were you expecting were you expecting anything more than seven or eight minutes from? Nope. No, 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 not at all. That's Amazing. all we talked about on our shows last week. Amazing, yeah. <laughs> not at all. Amazing, Pat McAfee, one of the best. One yeah. of the best uh, celebrity, quote-unquote, appearances. And he took it serious. It's always nice to see somebody really take it serious and not take it as like, hey, I'm a wrestling, yes. just like Hulk Hogan when I was Co- a little kid. <laughs> Carl Malone and, and uh, uh, the, the Wolf. Oh, Malone, Malone was great. Rodman. Oh, yeah. man. Malone was, Malone was a Rodman. legend. Rodman showed up hungover all the time. Yeah, Robin even says, if you, but, if you watch the thing, he's like, yeah, man, I, I showed up and Malone was ready to go. <laughs> I was just happy no. to be there. Malone was ready to fight. <laughs> I now a couple years ago when Ronda Rousey made her WrestleMania debut, we all ranted and raved at how awesome that her debut was. 
I would put her debut up against Pat McAfee's any day, and Pat McAfee would definitely come out on top. Oh, oh hell Pat yeah. McAfee was, is a natural athlete. Ronda is the best woman on the planet. She's also an athlete. But holy shit, McAfee fucking showed up and showed out. And, this and had no one to hide behind. It wasn't in, a tag team match. In right. all fairness, though, you also said that McAfee started his training three years ago when he joined up. Right. So, I mean, apples and oranges here. But you want to talk about two fucking A-plus uh, uh, players? Debuts? Deb- right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dude, dude, dude needs yeah. some ring gear, though. No, I uh, love I it. He's not a wrestler. He looks like such a tool. He's not a wrestler. Damn straight, he does. But he always does, man. He was, uh, he was, he was wearing uh, sleeveless t-shirts and cut off shorts and yeah. shit at WrestleMania. That that fit his. That's his, his, that's his so. thing. Yeah, like fucking. He wears he wears suit jackets with shorts. Which it's shorts. his gimmick. But now, now we didn't see any any kind of fallout from uh, between Cole and McAfee this week on NXT. But are we going to see more of McAfee now? Was that was that a, a one and done thing with him? Somewhere down the line, mm, yeah, probably, yeah, probably one one and done for now. Yeah, but probably yeah. okay. He, he can't be that good and not come back. But I feel like right. I feel like if they do it again, I think Cole's got to start it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think Cole's yeah. got to be like and like that asshole McAfee who showed up and thought he was other and he, and then he just kind of goes in on him and then yeah. that kind of brings McAfee back into the fold. Yeah. Now let's go back to SummerSlam real quick. Let's go to another debut, Dominic Mysterio. I'm going to open this up to everyone. What were your thoughts on his debut against Seth Rollins in a street fight, which never good. really left the ring? But please go ahead. A good job. He did a good job. I'm done. He did a yeah. good job. Yeah, that's he it. Job. He did yeah. exactly what I expected. Yeah, yeah. he did good. He did it training. wasn't anything to, to run home about. He did good. He he held his own. Hell yeah. You no. Know? Listen, Dominic's got potential. He needs to get into the goddamn gym or yeah. he needs to put yes. a mask on or something. And did, did that bother anybody else that he had the mask as the hood but didn't even put it up for the frog I spot? really wish he right. had. He didn't do that. And, and and then when Seth, like, ripped his top, he had, like, half the top on, half the top off. I'm Interesting. Like, just take it off at that time, like, yeah, at that point. It, that did, and also, I, I, hate, I hate the fact when they call a fucking match a street fight, but they never leave the fucking ring. Yep. Okay, if you're going to use weapons, just make, make it a no DQ match. Like mm-hmm. I hate, I hate that. But we we were saying that last week. I, w- I Dominic could have looked better if they did a, a cinematic style legit right. right yeah. fight. Yeah, could have protected. But I, I thought was, this match was going to be cinematic. Same. Yeah. 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 We said but, that too. But, but still a damn a damn good job. Yeah. Good for him. He'll, he'll was, be a star. It, it was good for what it was. He did his tag match with his father this week on Raw, which got. Mm-hmm. Uh, ransacked by retribution, but maybe we'll see Dominic as an, as a full time player over on NXT now moving forward. Maybe he'll go to the PC for a while and just do some training. You know, show back we'll, up. hopefully really work on his craft. But uh, his craft's not bad. Man's got to hit the gym a little bit. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. He has to have that the gym. He needs that gym a He bit. still has that baby face look. I mean, was, his father did too. Don't forget when he, he looks. He looks like a sixteen year old boy. Right. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, dude? But Ray never looked like he was six, 16 years old. The Dominic he was in WCW and, and he lost his mask. He looked like he lost his mask. Blonde hair, blue eyed thing. Yeah, he was a child. Yeah. yeah. That Guerrero thing. I like a kid. Uh, maybe because I was a kid, I didn't see it the same way. I'd have to go back and watch again, I guess. But you guys yeah. keep saying his father. He hit an amazing fog splash. Remember, Eddie still is his father. Yeah. Storyline wise. That, that, that frog splash was dope. Did you send me that? <laughs> it was like father like son, but the top was Eddie and the bottom was yeah. Dominic. Oh yeah, his bottom was Dominic. Awesome. Uh let's talk about another big one. We mentioned earlier about the ladder match. Uh 
overall thoughts of the match, I thought it was pretty good. I think the first ladder match was definitely better. No, way better. <laughs> yeah, way better. Come on. Far and away, dude. Agreed. Far and now, away. In Absolutely. the match, I think the person who got over the most was Bronson Reed. Yep. I thought he looked great in that match, but I think the right guy went over it with Damian Priest. I, yeah. I called it later. I wanted him to win it. I'm glad he did. I think he's going to be awesome. I loved how he won it. He won the belt, goes in the back, hops in a hot tub with these two hot chicks. One of them, Brandy, oh, oh, yeah. is uh, Brandy, Brandy Lauren. Brandy yep. Lauren, who we got to see at BCW, is currently dating Joey Janela, uh, which is pretty cool. <laughs> But he hops in there and he pops up. You over see the Joey Chanel's uh, tweet? Oh, yeah. The picture Come on, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> WTF. <laughs> yep. But uh, I thought that was awesome. Uh, Matt, they, um, sorry. Woo, there's so many of you on my screen. Wade, let's go to you first, bro. What do you think about Damian Priest being the new NXT North American champion? It's, it's going to be something fun now because you know what? He's been chasing that title for so long and now he has mm-hmm. it. And like we've said before, the North American title is, has a pretty strong lineage just off the rip. And Already. What, the title's been, what, like two years old now? Yeah. Proven stepping stone. Yeah, it's yep. a yep. proven stepping stone. If they give you the North American title, they most likely believe that you are ready for the NXT title at some point. Unless so, your name is Ricochet. But go ahead. Oof. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless your name is Ricochet. Unless you're Ricochet. You're Rick O'Shea. Rick O'Shea. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, you know what? I'm happy for Damien, Punishment mm-hmm. Martinez, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. I always said it, it, he needs a title to make me believe in him a little more, and this is what he needed. Mm-hmm. It's a right stepping stone for him. Did anyone notice his character completely kind of changed from like this mystical, like badass bountyman to this like cocky New Yorker overnight mm-hmm. when he got? Oh the yeah, title? It, it definitely had the yeah, undertones, but the it. undertones of that were always there, even there. with the macabreness. I always yeah. thought that. Okay. That sort of like that's it, smooth New Yorker undertone was always there, like mm-hmm. almost like think of like those '80s movies that took place in like seedy New York City. They're probably like B films. Like mm-hmm. I feel like Damien Priest starred in a couple of those movies. Uh, absolutely, yeah, that's, yeah, like, definitely. Damien Priest was the best. Fuck it. He's the bad guy in a bunch of like Jackie Chan voice. Yeah, stuff. there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Like streets <laughs> of New York, obviously. <laughs> he has definitely fought Jean Claude Van Damme once or twice. But like, it's like that's the character, and Vince was like, uh, "Yeah, do that, and then go kind of be the Undertaker too." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But what, what I what I really popped for this week on NXT was now who is coming to confront Damian Priest, Timothy Thatcher. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't. First, I didn't see him showing up. Right. Also, oh, no. And also, you, you still have Bronson Reed because he cut a promo. He is the person who has defeated Damian Priest one on one. So Bronson Reed rightfully should be up there uh, to be the number one contender. That's the logical challenger. Yeah. 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 But throw Timothy Thatcher in the picture. Hell, sign me up. I'm down for all of that. Uh, don't yeah, force the for triple threat. That. Yeah, no, you know, no, 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 I'm up. just saying, yeah, line them up, but I'm down oh, for okay, all of that. Right. Oh, and okay, I think okay, that's okay, going to okay. be a good run for, for Damian Priest, or at least, again, mm-hmm. like, ways of the lineage of where this title could end up going. A lot, um, of, a lot of good challengers that we, he could, he could take a lot of wins that aren't going to derail other people to mm-hmm. keep the belt prestigious. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to, he doesn't have to walk around and not challenge anybody for fear of losses. But guys like that, Timothy Thatcher takes a loss, it doesn't hurt him. Bronson, right, right now, 
you know, he's his star is just rising. There are legit guys that he could fight for the foreseeable future and continue on as a winning champion and mm-hmm. keep talking shit. Right. And, right. and give Bronson a chance to maybe get some more wins under his belt before him and Damian maybe actually do meet. Yeah. Down the road at a takeover at a big event or something. Maybe like that. they'll right. even tell us uh, who Cameron Grimes is eventually. Before oh, the, the guy with the hat, the right, right. Yeah, what he, he had he what had a pretty good dumb time. fucking. He had, guy. He had a good summer. good show. I have no problem with him in the rain and like what he does once he Man, gets in the ring. Man, he's a stupid fucking character. His shtick. Like, uh, I don't know. We already know what the fuck it is. That's not somebody who's. That's not what people on Leonard Skinner look like. John Steampunk no. Carl. Promise you, Steampunk Cowboy. Promise you, that's Cowboy. Steampunk cowboy. One thing I did. Stop, stop. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) You're all going to think about that term. Steampunk cowboy. Yeah, we said that. So that doesn't exist, okay? Uh, Uh, I'm sorry, but. Steampunk carny. I'm sorry. I thought you said cowboy. (laughs) 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 Well, actually, I'm going to take that the same day. Gentlemen, 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 steampunk cowboys do exist. Have you never seen the movie Wild Wild West? A thousand times. Oh my God. I love that movie. Classic. Yeah. yeah, I went there. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, dum, 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 that dum, made me pop. The one thing that I did not pop for this weekend was the women's <laughs> championship <laughs> picture. <laughs> Wade, I'm going to pass this to you. First, man. Anyway, I'm sorry. While, you know, guess you're singing Wild West. I got to add this now to our soundtrack for this. Does the Will Smith version yeah, have like the little breakdown, like kaboo doo doo doo? Yeah, it does. It does. It does. So I am so mad I have to drive into Long Island tomorrow morning. Oh my god. So wait. So I don't know if you heard because everyone else was singing, but the most important match of the night. No hair versus hair. One thing I did not. Oh, dude, don't even. One thing I did not pop for was the women's championship picture. Raw Championship, SmackDown Championship, and now the Tag Team Championships. Let me explain to you. Okay, I, go ahead. I, I don't like the fact, again, I was all in for Asuka leaving with both titles. Mm-hmm. All right? I, there are a million ways you could have the tension end up between Sasha and Bailey. They've been already doing this for the past fucking two years. Just break them up already. Have them fight. I did not like the fact that out of the two, Sasha lost the title. Because in the bigger picture, that's a, a blemish on Sasha's record because Sasha, the, yeah, all the gold. Sasha has a terrible pay-per-view record in defending her title. That's mm-hmm. what pissed me off. If anyone should have lost it, it should have been Bailey. I know they're putting Bailey on this pedestal, longest reigning SmackDown champ. It's a great run, good for her. Give Sasha the fucking win. Let Bailey lose it. I I disagree. I completely disagree. Yeah, I'm a and I am a huge I am a, a huge Sasha fan. You know this. You know I love Sasha. She can do no wrong to me. You are <clears throat> causing tension because what's the what's the thing we all talk about every single week? Long term storytelling. Your this feud still has long term storytelling. Let's go back. I'm gonna rewind a little bit. And keep talking fast. All right. When <laughs> Sasha won the title. When Sasha won the title. How'd she win it? The first time? She, oh, when she won this one. Yeah. By count out against Asuka. Uh, who, was, who was screaming for help and was, you know, getting insane. the break. Okay. Fast forward back to Sunday. Uh-huh. Sasha helps Bailey keep her title. Right. They try the same thing, right? 
mm-hmm. and it ends up failing. Bailey, Sasha is screaming at the top of her lungs for Bailey. Where's Bailey? Nowhere to be fucking found. But then when you get to it and they talk in the back, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. Uh, she played stupid like she didn't know what happened. And even <laughs> Bailey was looking at her like, oh, man, I still got mine. It's all right, though. Yep. She even told her, well, I mean, you still have one title. Mm-hmm. You, did you see Sasha's little reaction she had to that? Yeah. And they've been playing up their little reactions. It's the reactions between the two. And there's still storytelling going on. I don't like that they're going to have a tag match against uh, Shayna Ni- and fucking Nia. It was supposed to be Nia and it was supposed to be Shayna and Asuka, but oh well. I don't know. Maybe Asuka's not going to defend her title that week. Well, no, she did take a nasty. This was probably a call. Like a pretty that bad did, bump. That oh, nasty powerbomb okay. spot at SummerSlam. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So right, maybe right, they right. maybe they maybe they pulled the card and was like, nah, we'll have Nia team up with her. Right. They don't necessarily have to win, but you know what? Again, you are telling a long-term story. We do not have to see Sasha and Bailey touch mm-hmm. until possibly right. maybe the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. Right. But right. you can keep hinting at the fact that Bailey still has her belt. And oh, we're still friends. We're still. I'm still a champion. Well, hold on. The only way they would touch at Royal Rumble is if one of them lost the title and they're both in the Rumble. Nope, Sasha can win the Rumble. Mm. Go ahead, Dan. You're you're, you're smacking your chair. The other thing about, you know, why I'm happy Bailey won is I feel like only recently I've been able to really buy into Bailey as this heel champion. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, but I need her to have the belt to really, because I think the only way she keeps developing is by holding that title over Sasha's head now in her own snarky little way. Mm -hmm. I think it was booked. Perfectly, mm-hmm. perfectly bones, and even the way the way Bailey won, the way the way Oscar won, it was booked perfect, and it just it's another seed in the end of in the Bailey Sasha riff that's going to come within the right. next we'll call it eight months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I'm again like Wade said, we always talk about long term certain. I'm all for it. I didn't like that. That's the way it happened this week. Doesn't mean I'm 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 still into the where it's going to go. I wasn't happy. I was really, I was really pulling for Sasha to at least leave with that title, or Oscar winning both titles. But well, yeah, that's that's the mm-hmm. idea. You wanted. I mean, at the end, we're all seeing that Bailey's going to wind up being the heel in the split. Right. So we're all wanting Sasha to win. We all like Sasha more. It's right. well known, and you know, I think amongst most wrestling fans, of the two of them, I feel like fans prefer. Sasha over Bailey as a whole, right? And that's because Bailey is the Paul Roma of the four horsewomen. Ooh, Ooh. Oh, oh, Bailey's that bad? Wow, dude. nah, she. Ain't I don't know, that. Bailey's that bad, dude. No, at least give her, at least give her Wyndham status, dude. Or Luger, uh, yeah. Shit, yeah. Luger. <laughs> <laughs> it's been very hard for me to be a Bailey fan ever since she was. But that's exactly now. But now it's at a point where you're not supposed to like her. Right. And she's really doing a great job at making you not like her. And it's not X-Pac heat, okay? Right, right. No, definitely not. Yeah. But you, you know what else, What I did not like was the shit on Monday with Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Oh, come on. First oh, of man. all, Shayna Brutal. Baszler is a shoot fighter, a badass shoot fighter. First of all, I hated the name-calling thing between her and Nia. Like Shayna calling Nia Haystacks Calhoun. First of all, up. like that that was fucked up. First of all, mm-hmm. if, yeah. for listeners who don't know, Haystacks Calhoun was a over 700 pound wrestler, was extremely large. The corny joke was like fucking eight feet tall. But 
that was stupid. And then, and then Nia calling Shayna a reject from the Adams family. Like the name calling thing just has to fucking stop. It's not goddamn believable. If Shayna's a shoot fighter, she's gonna get pushed with one finger by Nia. How fucking unrealistic that is. Shayna needs to slap the fucking shit out of Nia Jax. I hate this goddamn feud, and Shayna deserves so much better. And I hate the fact that they're t- teaming up to face. Sasha and Bella, because what's going to happen, Wade? Are, are fucking Nia and Shannon going to be our new women's tag team champions? I don't want a strange Bedfellow tag team with no. those belts. If anybody should get those tag belts, Riot put them on squad. the fucking Riot, Riot Squad. squad. <laughs> it's, it's Insert time. Riot Squad theme It's music. time to give it to the Riot Squad. Yes, thank you. <laughs> give it to the to, Iconics. I hate to do this. But give it I, to the Iconics. Mm, I love the Iconics. Mm. Um, no, but you know what? It might, it might end up on uh, the Riot Squad. It has to. It has to. It's the only only way that it's going to put the Riot Squad on in the level that they need to and should have been at a long fucking time ago. And I'm sure Sarah Logan's sitting at home hating the fact that she's not on TV with them right now. Oh, oh pregnant and gross. Pregnant. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I hate children. Yeah. Oh, my God. For God. Okay, moving on. Let's go back, let's go <laughs> hey, back to so NXT. This week, we're sitting on the couch, and I called, I fucking Becky Lynch, I called her a quitter. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, fuck but, that noise. No. no. That's all Seth Rollins' fault. Fuck him. Everything's Seth Rollins', Rollins fault. Let's go back to I did like his 30. trunks this he got he got back into having dope ass ring like gear that, for big yes. stuff. The Mysterio yeah. mocking stuff yep, that was I really dope. dug that. Really dug that. He always that was, has that the was best from Halloween man. Havoc ninety eight. Yes. That that outfit. Mm-hmm. Mysterio, yeah. Anyway, let's go back over to uh, TakeOver 30, main event, Karrion Cross taking on Keith Lee for the NXT Championship. As we discussed, uh, Keith Lee did lose the title to Karrion Cross, in which was uh, an awesome match between the two of them. Amazing. For two bigger guys, also, they put on a great fucking match. Great storytelling. I'm just happy that Keith Lee's eyes were okay after getting the fireball in his face <laughs> a week earlier. I'm glad he was okay. Uh, I, I love how, you know, they sell but don't sell. But anyway, unfortunately, Karrion Cross did dislocate his shoulder at, in the match. And, how, and this week. on a, How early in the match was that? I have to go back and see where that happened. About halfway through. Because he got Keith Lee up twice at the end for that suplex yep, with yep. a separated shoulder. And off that's the top a bad that's motherfucker. Bad motherfucker. Right. Yep, you bad. Off, off, off the top rope, Keith Lee's doing an awful lot and gravity's helping out too. I'm saying that suplex, the way the way he twists to get that and suplex up, up, that's a yep. lot of muscle. Hmm? Yeah. That's take nothing away from what Karrion Cross did that night. Oof. But he, he did have to re- relinquish the title on Wednesday uh, of, at NXT this week, unfortunately, because of his indif- injury. Oh, his promo was so good. His promo oh, was so yeah. Dude, that guy can talk, man. He is so good. He's, again, believable. And I think him relinquishing the title, really, he doesn't lose anything. It's an Ow. injury. He'll be no. back. Yeah. Uh, and when he comes, I hope he, hopefully he goes right back into that picture or he goes ends up on Raw or SmackDown. Give the title but, to Balor after the uh, after the four way. Let him hold it until Cross right. comes back. Have exactly. Cross decimate Balor. That that is the big thing that I'm happy about is where this ended up. It's going to be the first ever fatal four way sixty minute Iron Man match between four of the top four faces of NXT. All right, I, I know that's like a big thing. They all claim they're the face of NXT. Who is the real face? But you got Finn Balor. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and Adam Cole, all former NXT champions. Tommaso Ciampa never losing the title, had to relinquish it because mm-hmm. he was injured. 
Finn Balor, who is one of the OGs of NXT, really helped put NXT on the map. Gargano is fucking Johnny Wrestling. And Adam Cole, who now has the longest title reign. It's going to be a fucking barn burner of a match between the four of them. Yeah. And four smaller guys. There's going to be a lot yep. of space in that ring. Oh, yes. yeah. It's not, it's not going to be like the fatal four ways you see up on the main roster where Roman's the small guy and you got four guys in the ring. Nah. Right. Now, th- there can be an argument for all four of these uh, participants, too, to, to leave that night with the title. But I think Wade is right. <clears throat> I think the person it should go to right now is Balor. I think Balor's the one who hasn't, since he's been back in NXT, he has not seen gold in a long time in general in WWE. I think this match needs to go to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, Maddie, well, so you, you agree, man? Uh, a- absolutely. An, an undisclosed amount of time placeholder. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Cross's title to take back. Balor's no no stranger to that. I mean, he he relinquished the, the title after a day himself. Without you know, the, as the first universal, he understands the situation. But yeah, like you said, he hasn't had gold in a while. He came down to make a change. He talks about being the prince of, of everything and, and all that other shit. Absolutely. Have one hell of a match. Throw it on him. Let the undercard title be the main title on TV for a while there with a guy that you're going to build in the Damian Priest with everybody else that you can build yep. in the mid card. Have Balor defend it every now and again. It doesn't need to be an every week thing. And then when Cross comes back... Uh, you know, a best two out of three. Maybe Balor wins the first one. Uh, you know, Cross wins it, and then they have a blow off somewhere. Maybe even next year. I don't know. Yeah. Do, do they say how long he's going to be out? Separated yeah, shoulders, a few like, months, isn't it? It's going to be yeah. a few months. So there's a lot. Uh, again, a lot of more storytelling they could do mm-hmm. until Cross comes back. So who knows? That title might change hands a couple times. Uh, and, and I don't know. Coming, coming off, do that shit. Especially coming off Keith Lee with such a short run, <clears throat> and then having to relinquish immediately. I think the next guy that gets it needs to be Balor because he's going to keep the belt as shiny as it is. He can take a massive loss to carrying Cross, and they don't have to make that the main belt of NXT right now. They can put a lot of shine on that North American title in their undercard. You're right. Did not right. think about the North American title becoming a shine shining point, but you know what? Yeah. I'm not mad at it. But also, you know what? I'm gonna throw the dark horse in there. Champa's right in there. Oh, yeah. he came right. back with a vengeance the way this he week on NXT. He beat the shit out of Atlas. Yep. <laughs> and he's got and he's got history with Cross too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So right. you can go right back and revisit that. Yep. Johnny and Cole are the odd men out. They're like we you don't mind seeing them as champion, but what's the point? <laughs> We done yeah. that. We but did that's, it already. We but that's it. The, but so so is everybody else. That's the thing that I like about this match. One of the only things because I, I wish a couple other people got some opportunities to shine in this light right now. Mm-hmm. There are other guys who aren't main event guys. One or two could have really benefited from this kind of rub. You know, throwing that wild card in with this, where you know he's not going to win, but he's in the ring with three fucking NXT legends. Right. Mm. Yeah. So, all right, well, that's going to be an awesome match. That's going to be happening on Tuesday this week, on Super Tuesday, because uh, I believe it was the NHL playoffs yes. is, uh, pushing uh, pushing NXT over to Tuesday. So NXT and AEW both have schedule changes. So they will not be competing head-to-head. Uh, yep. AEW is going to be on Thursday this week, AEW Dynamite. Back, to, actually, back to Wednesday, back to Wednesday this oh, week. Oh, back to Wednesday this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Wednesday. So then NXT is going to be on Tuesday for Super Tuesday. But let's actually go well, back. That might, I, I'm curious if that might actually change now since the NBA schedule is all pushed back now. I wonder if that's going to affect oh. 
AEW being it definitely it definitely will TNT's bread and butter is the NBA always has been that's what happened that's what happened with WCW and you can't blame them the amount of eyes they get for the NBA oh yeah no no I don't blame them the worst NBA game shits on AEW I'm sure yeah I don't I don't blame I don't think it's it's the right move I'm just saying with the NBA postponing a couple uh, for I think it was going to be one up being two or three days now it pushes everything back now. I wonder if that's going to affect the AEW Dynamite schedule this I'm week. I'm sure it will. They're right. they're they're based in a home location. They can film pretty much anytime. They don't right. have to travel. Right right now, wrestling doesn't give a shit about Tuesday or Thursday. Right now, uh, I want to actually let's stay on Dynamite real quick. There's one thing we did not talk about earlier because uh, this Dynamite last week went head to head for about one hour against NXT Takeover was mm-hmm. the TNT Championship match with. <laughs> Brody <laughs> Lee defeating <laughs> Cody. He friggin' annihilated. Defeating? I didn't watch that, but I saw the match. He annihilated Cody. Cody was he he wasn't moving. He was zero moves of out. offense. Yeah. Zero offensive moves. And you know what? A it's about squash damn match. Time. If you love it, about a long time when they bought. All right, let's go back to the first ever TNT Championship match against Lance Archer. They bought Lance Archer and the Murder Hulk Monster in as a monster, as a mm-hmm. big man who lost to Cody. They bought Brody Lee in as a monster against, uh, was it Moxley? And yeah. then he ended, he ended up losing his first match uh, mm-hmm. or big match against him. This is what, this is why I almost called him Harper, what Brody Lee needed. And also, yeah. Johnny, I want to bring this to you, man, because you talked about the Dark Order a while back, how there's some big things happening with them. Now they are hold, now, now you have some gold over in that faction. And I know Dark Order has just been feuding with the Elite. A little bit. Are we going to see some tag titles go over there? I mean, it looks like there's some absolutely over the dark order, man. Yeah, you're going to see, um, you know, John Silver and all that. Sil- you, yeah, Silver's yeah. so good. But Silver John, is yeah. so good. John, do me a favor. Let Wade and Maddie know what you told Doc and I a, a, a couple months ago about Bunny or Allie and uh, oh, and oh. your your thought on that. Um, Allie is a sleeper agent. Trying to break up the Nightmare Family for the Dark Order. Mm, wow! Sure. Whoa, that's okay. out there. That's out I there. I like it. Okay. No, I see it. I see it. I could. Yeah, it. that would make sense because that storyline came the fuck out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah, she's uh, a sleeper I, agent. I, do like I like that. that. I like I that. Like that take. I like that you use the term sleeper agent also. Yeah. Well, that'll be they. They had a, they send a, another uh, another female tonight on uh, Dynamite. I don't remember her name. She she wrestled a couple times on uh, Dark, but uh, yeah, they're they're Anna expanding Jay now. From uh, from no no no, Anna Jay is already there. Oh, they introduced okay. her Anna Jay's in the Dark Order. They, they introduced yeah. her tonight as ninety nine. Um, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> she's ninety nine. She's awesome. That girl can wrestle. Yeah. I, the, the, the matches she had yeah. on Dark were the first things I ever saw of her. And oh, yeah. go back and watch because she's good. Oh yeah, no. I, after seeing that, I looked her up a little bit, and yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Dark Order. Dark Order is moving strong. Brody yeah. Lee needed the belt. It's a good move. Cody's going to be off for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're selling the injuries, of course, but there's rumors of a TV show or this or that. And Brandy took an ass whooping too, so we probably won't see the both of them for a little bit. And there's. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Co- they they can co- make it without Cody. Absolutely. And he, but, yeah. but when he comes back, it's going to be it's going to be good for him. Not only can they make it without Cody because they've developed enough stars. And actually, there's kind of an overflow of storyline now, which I like. Yeah. Story. It used to just be that Dark was just matches. 
There's storyline that's spilling yeah, over into now. dark in BTE. It's it's a huge web where you can watch just weekly and be caught up on everything, or you can watch all of their internet crap and dive a little bit deeper. But it's all starting to tie in now because there's so much. Go ahead. Jeff. I have I have one big gripe with AEW right now, and it's mostly AEW dark. You know, obviously that's you know you're. I don't want to say lesser talents, but you're not as well-known talents. Mm-hmm. You know who's going to win it because they always have like, you know, Sean Dean or like one of those other guys. <laughs> they just always lose. Well, come on, yeah. man. And would yeah. you please give Brandon Cutler and the goddamn liberal librarian <laughs> a win. fucking win? You see, everybody's against me. I love Cutler. I think Cutler's great. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, librarian's amazing too. See, you know what, though? And just just going off of what you said, I, I don't hate that Dark has the guys that are always going to lose. It reminds me of, like, you know, WWE Saturday mornings when yeah. I was a little, little kid. Oh, you know, man. Hulk Hogan would come out versus a guy I can't even remember because I'm not a fan. That, yeah, see, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But but also, they're doing stuff where they're, they're extras. They're getting roles in the MJF locker room. Right. And they're doing I, – I don't, I don't hate it. I, you know, if they're going to have tune-up matches, if they're going to get people reps, and if it's going to push storyline along, I, I don't mind. And, and especially because it's getting a chance to see a lot of other talent. I mean, yeah. two or three people. I, it's funny that you said that you didn't want to say lesser talent because I slipped and said main roster the other day to Jennifer um, talking about dark. You know, it's just right. it's, that's how it feels. Right. How dare you? But but a couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, serious man. I'll just uh, I'll SummerSlam again next year. Damn it. <laughs> but but I feel like it's a good chance. I mean, Ricky Starks came in, dude. Okay, that's one other thing I want to talk about. Yeah, and this is something we will do when you are all on getting grilled with the wheel. But I will I will give you uh, just a preview. Yes. Ricky Starks has the best entrance music of any wrestler <laughs> right now. <laughs> Did almost everybody watch tonight? Yeah, I, I, I didn't watch it. Hour. I I've been calling, I've been been calling him Mini Rock since NWA, and he oh, came yeah. out tonight how he with the turtleneck, yep. the gold yep. chain, the glasses, yep. the shoes, man. With no socks. Yep. Oh, oh man, that was great. He got yeah, he he got kicked out of those shoes too. Yep. Yes, he did. He flew, flew out of the shoes. And what did you guys think about that? Well, if if you saw it, the Moxie MJF promo. I thought it was good. I thought it was Fire. great. Is it, better, is it better than MJF's promo at the podium like two or three weeks ago? Because that was like one of the it's, best promos of all it's time. It's on par, but it's, it's not better that. than that. Yeah. That okay. promo was stupid good. That's up yeah. there with Pipe Bomb for me. Yeah. I, I just mean, want you to know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. 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 MJF can go. Yeah. But anyway, guys, we're already going pretty long. I want to end off on one more big note. If you guys haven't seen NXT this past week, we have some new NXT Tag Team Champions. Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Breezango finally rightfully with gold around their waist. How big is that? That is huge. Huge. They well were deserved. my sleeper pick last week. I said, I don't think they're going to win, but if I was writing, I want them to win. And then they win the belts. Not only do they win the match at TakeOver, they won the titles. It's yep. about damn time. And we want to talk about elders in NXT. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Well, Tyler Breeze more so than Fandango. But. No, Fandango was on when it was still a competition show. Yep. yep. He was on uh, Fandango. The show. Fandango was one of the original cast members, brother. Before he made his debut on hell, WrestleMania. Hell yeah. That's right. 
Right on, oh. yeah. Uh, awesome job with Brizango. I hope they, I hope they hold him for a while. But again, I think they, I think they're the ones who want it. Well, I'm sorry. I think Imperium lost because NXT UK is going to be coming back pretty soon now too. So they yeah. got to get Imperium back overseas to film uh, NXT UK. So that's even more wrestling for us to report on now every week. <laughs> got to admit, with the shit that NXT has been doing lately, I am more likely to continue my bailing on Raw to watch NXT UK to see what they do. I agree. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. totally would. And and Wade, you know, bring, bringing this to you because you're our resident women's wrestle, wrestling uh, guru. guru. Ky- Kylie Ray still has that NXT UK women's championship, man. Wait, Kylie Ray? No. No. Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. Ray. I, I Kylie agree. Ray's impact. So Kylie Ray needs a boot Kaylee to the Ray. face. Hey, hey, hey. Kylie Ray and Bailey need to be in a card number. Anyway. Oh, gee. Well, yeah, man, oh, we, we got Kaylee Ray. Damn. With that Dark title. side of the DJ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see if she keeps that longer when they come back or if she's going to be in another few, maybe Tony Storm, Piper Niven. She's already faced them Piper in Niven. matches. Piper Niven. It's time for Piper to get that belt. Yeah, it's time. The Viper. What about, what about J- J- Jazzy Gabbard? Is she still around or no? She was there. No, and she's then gone. gone again. She's in the Indies. She's back on the Indies scene that again. Sucks, man. I'm a huge Jazzy Gabbard fan, and uh, she hasn't had the best run in, WWE, in NXT. When she first came, she got injured very quickly, then was out again. Came back to NXT UK, and now she's out again. You know who I think they're going to pick up too? Since you're speaking on the women's division, AW's mistake is going to be NXT UK's pickup. They're yep. going to pick up Sadie Gibbs. They're I got this weird yes. feeling they're going to get Sadie Gibbs. That'd be a, uh, that'd Sadie be Gibbs a would be gr- a great gift for them. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, that's just more wrestling for us to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all the talk. Of, did I miss anything, guys? Sonya Deville's gone. Yeah. Sonya Deville's uh, gone. Yes, gone. we could talk about that. That was no, we don't. We don't need to. We're just recapping. It was okay. It was okay. It was an okay match. There was well, nothing it wrong was, with it, it. It wasn't a good match. No, the the match was what it needed to be. Mandy yeah. Rose is still very green in the ring and needs to work on her skills. Sonya Deville is going to come back and she's going to be better than ever and she needs to be separated from uh, Mandy Rose. I want Sonya Deville, her style, her demeanor, and it's already an overloaded card as far as women are concerned. But I think Sonya Deville would crush it down on NXT. Sydney Deville is going to be part of Retribution. That's her way back in. She did say she didn't want to be called Sonya anymore. Oh, her, really? Her and Savoy yeah. Joe. Yeah, she cut a promo when they were talking to her <laughs> backstage. <laughs> You're holding on to that. Okay. And he, she said okay, it. She baby. said, don't call, me, don't call me that anymore. Yeah, she did. True story. Uh, okay. Street Profits retain. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And I owe you a pizza now, Matt. Again. Ooh, you owe me yeah, a pizza too. True. You owe him a pizza. <laughs> that's right. I'm, I'm two I, for two on the pizza. Stop, I have to stop betting Matt on tag team matches at pay per views of pizza because I keep losing. <laughs> this from the guy who seems to know how tag team wrestling works. Uh, We're gonna save that for another episode, but uh, are we? Why not? We have what? To, no, no, I need to go to bed, dude. Or, no, because <laughs> we'll, we'll be here for another hour. You're right. All right. You're right. Anyway, I'm, I'm good with it. How about you, fans? <laughs> Bone sucks. <laughs> Bone sucks. This is why we don't invite you. Hear them, too you hear them dude. Show. <laughs> All right, that's those anyway, virtual fam. fans in the <laughs> Thunderdome. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <It> sucks. Thunder <laughs> basement. Thunder basement. By the way, I'm pissed off, Wade. This is not your kitchen, brother. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I had to switch it up. It's lavish. You know, it's not lavish. It lavish. looks. It looks like some lavish leather for the lavish one. Yes, it is. Rich Corinthian leather. I hmm? dig it. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, fam. Listen, on that note, Ooh, that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to episode 20 of the New Normal Wrestling Podcast. Let's give a big round of applause to our guest hosts, Doc Haas and John Grill. Thank you. Thank Fellas, you. Thanks please, for having please us. Please tell the fam where they can find you and your shows. Yeah, um, you can find me in California this week. That's right. <laughs> nice. Is that on Twitter, TikTok? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Grinder. You Tinder? might find you, you might find me posting on Instagram <laughs> while I'm in California hiking. There's plenty of hikes out in California. We will definitely mm-hmm. find you posting. Yeah, yeah. On Instagram. Well, I, mean, I just don't know when I would have. I was telling them on the PCC, which we just recorded before we hopped on here. Like, I don't know if I'm going to post throughout the trip. Nah, man. Just the enjoy trip. it. Soak it in. Well, I'm going to enjoy it regardless. I'm going to see a sequoia, dude. I'm going to climb one. What's bigger, sequoias or redwoods? Sequoias are thicker. We all know that's what's important. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Dan, tell the family. Big old girthy tree. You. <laughs> uh, oh. you can find me at girthy tree sequoia <laughs> on Instagram. It's it's um, with a, it's with a U. You can find my burner profile at world's largest tuna can. <laughs> And uh, that's his only fans. <laughs> <laughs> Special guest uh, appearances by Katie Forbes yeah. every, uh, every uh, Thursday night. For seven hundred dollars, you can have stick on abs too. <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. Oh, Damn, man. he's coming at those abs. Um, but you are they really stick on abs? You can look, you can, look at her. I know. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know if she's hitting the gym, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know if she's in the gym. I don't know what she does outside of like you know. Rob Van Dam. She's doing Rob Van Dam. Rob, doing Rob, Rob Van, Van Dam and like a yeah, better Rob. core is strong. She always she, walks. She's <laughs> rich. She's fucking yeah. She's doing Rob Van Dam and half her girlfriends and. She got right in on the Cardi B phase. Yeah, <laughs> Katie, was, Katie Forbes is in retribution. I'm calling it now. Oh Katie my god! Oh my god! No, no way! Stop. I will no quit podcast. Quit wrestling. We're quitting wrestling if that happens. Uh, yeah, I would. I would just. I would mail baking soda to WWE. Oh, Haas, you know what we forgot to do? I uh, we forgot to say what my actual Instagram is, which is no, at we, drh. We, hey, shut up! At no dr. Case. Shut up! <laughs> at drhaase. You may speak. We forgot to play the John Mulaney version of WAP for for Bones. Oh God! Uh, oh, the what version? There's there's some dude who recorded a version of WAP as John Mulaney. Oh good God! <laughs> Have you guys we, seen the music video for for WAP? We made we we, we made we made him watch it last yeah we made him watch it last week on uh, PCC. That, that, that's gonna oh it's so funny. It's gonna be so the hot request at weddings, bro. So oh, you, you know what the hot new request is? Stay the fuck away from me. It's COVID. That's <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> Excuse me. Can you just six feet, no, bitch? Over there. Te- text me. Text me. Katie oh Forbes God. got all up on that. Her Instagram was all up on that like three days later. Oh yeah, God. of course. I figured. Uh, Johnny, guy, tell, tell the fan where they can find Instagram you. Instagram pink guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Instagram pink guy. You can find me at Instagram pink guy. Oh my God. <laughs> Fans only. Um, hey, uh, no, you can find me at Getting Grilled Podcast. Where this week I will take everyone from this podcast network and make him do really, really fast top tens on funny things. That's yes. me and Bones. That's uh, why we don't have a show. That's why there's no PCC this week. Right. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, for those since Dan didn't mention, Dan is a, is a host on Pop Culture Collective as well as Pop Sports Shorts, and Johnny is also a host on Pop Culture Collective and the Getting Grilled Podcast. Uh, once again, fam, I am JC Bones. 
Am, am I the only one wow. podcast person on this shit? I think so, man. We're gonna have to change that. Wow, <laughs> wait, and you just skipped way two pods, so you know it's cool, Whoa, brother. I, I didn't skip you. <laughs> no, we we we're, we're saying pods, goodbye to the best. guests. And now thank you guys to, for listening. This podcast has got people who matter. Nickname and best nickname in the fam. This two has pods. been a clusterfuck. Watch the tram car, please. Anyway, <laughs> oh, we're in Wildwood. Wow, okay, Wildwood. Anyway, fam, <laughs> be sure to follow the Fourth Wall Pop Network on social media at Fourth Wall Pop on Goes Twitter at Fourth Wall Pop Network on Instagram. Stay tuned for new normal wrestling social media coming out very soon. I am JC Bones. Follow me on Instagram at JC Bones and EMG underscore Bones. And on Twitter at JC Bones. Brother DJ Maddie G, where can the fam find you? DJ Maddie G N J. That is Twitter, Instagram, and I don't go on Facebook much, but it's there too. That's all, man. I, I, I'm not a Sequoia. I don't have tuna cans and no OnlyFans for, for my getting grilled people, man. I'm sorry. Like, I eat my tuna out of pouch. I don't know what that makes me, but let's talk about it. I do. I just got turned on to tuna pouch, dude. Dude, it's, like you don't need to refrigerate it. No, no, no. They're not flavored. They're it's, regular. No, I got flavored ones. You got to get the buffalo flavored oh, one, yes, dude. The buffalo no, dude, one. I take the regular and I squeeze in, uh, what's it called? Tabasco is now making their own Ooh. sriracha. What? So awesome sriracha. Tabasco sriracha, a two Mississippi squeeze count into the pouch, stir it up, eat it, throw it away. We're done. 20 pouches for $6 at Costco. Wow. Okay. The pouches have been clutch, Gabby. This episode is sponsored by Costco. Oh, so is my body. I'm actually, a, <laughs> I'm actually a BJ sort of guy. You yeah, know, we can tell. Of course you are. Of course you are. Anyway, we know. Brother Wade, where can everyone find you? Uh, I am the Purell of the group. You know, I like to clean up every now and then. <laughs> oh, my God. You're more like the dude wipes of the group. The dude wipes of the group. Yeah. I, you know what? This has been sponsored by dude wipes. But um, <laughs> you can find me. <laughs> You can find me uh, at Wade Ilson, or you can find me as I'm part of a lavish podcast within a lavish network at Big Heck Wade ADV on Twitter, at Big Heck Wade Adventures on Instagram. We have a Facebook and we have a Twitch. That's about it. <laughs> right on. So on that note, that's all of us. We've been trying to say goodbye for the past, you know, 20 minutes. So much for hour, hour 15, 15, right? 15, right? Yeah, we're exactly. an hour 15. Where are we at, Bones? I think we're still in that. Who the hell knows? We're, we're an hour. <laughs> we're like in an hour, probably 40. Yeah, we're definitely close to the two-hour mark. So once again, fam, I hope you guys had your running shoes on. Because once again, we ran a marathon. But that's what we do here because there's just way too much wrestling to to – to not talk about so we gotta oh, talk about all two and, hours and everybody stepping up there's too much good wrestling that's, nice, that's let, what it is let's have a round of applause for the wrestling we've been getting lately yeah <laughs> really can't complain about that at all so on that note fam we are going to say goodbye Mwah. and good night bang In the West, crushing all pretenders in the West. Don't mess with us, cause we in the wild, wild West. When I roll into the wild, wild West, when I stroll into the wild, when I bounce into the wild, when I roll into the wild, when I stroll into the wild, when I bounce into the wild.